It's time again for the Scotty Johnny Podcast with your host, Scotty Johnny himself, John Barnett, and the ego himself, Cheddar Talk, Aaron Flottam, talking Wisconsin sports, NFL through D3, college hockey, doesn't matter. Two mics, two crusty vets, two opinions, one based in reality, and one based in what do you bet on Twitter? With music by Delete Great Cars and Trucks. Here's John and Aaron. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Welcome into the Scotty Johnny Podcast. I am your not-so-humble host, Jonathan Barnett, and with me, as per usual, I bring to you Cheddar Talk Aaron Flottam. Nitschke Sewer Causeway. I'm kidding, John. Hi, John. What's going on, man? <laughs> What's up? We were just naming streets uh, around the field, I guess, before this. We were also talking about our fantasy league team, so uh, all the good stuff. We should talk yeah. about that for an hour, just our fantasy draft yeah, and how that fa- one. Should we talk about 10-foot taco? Yeah, yeah. We, Aaron and I had two different drafts together Sunday. Uh, I also had, no, no we had one Saturday, one Sunday. I had a wow. second one Sunday. You and I had one Saturday and then one Sunday. And then I had another one Sunday. And then I did a, I like doing like one or two public league drafts, um, like right before the season starts. Because if you do the public league drafts way too early, it's like super like dedicated people who are like, yes, I'm here early and I'm ready. Um, and also you got to do it like later in the evening, like after dinner, we're like, oh, crap, I should probably draft the team. And then you, you end up with all these people who are not maybe the most competitive. Um, three all, or four of them will play. Who all quit playing by week six. Yeah. The, I, I literally had one guy who was like, I didn't uh, I didn't actually want to draft a team. Is it, how, how do I get out of here? Like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, but, yeah, no, all sorts of fun. I still that's Aaron's quarterback. Was great. I've, I've only been playing our big league for like eight years, and that's why I have just super crap uh, tin rating or whatever it is. Whatever's below bronze, that's what <laughs> bronze. I have. Yeah, yeah I, had, uh, I had higher ratings. Mine have fallen because I, I, I pushed and tried to do a couple uh, dynasty leagues, which, of course, hurt, course they, they hurt your ratings in Yahoo because – Right. You have a rebuilding process at times, and you're in. You're like, hey, this is going to be a bad year, and so if you got a bad year, they're like, well, you sucked this year. I was like, what well, traded away guys for picks? I'm like, uh, I don't know. Well, our well, our big league is in a dynasty league, but I've been rebuilding for over seven years. <laughs> right, every single year. Every single year. I'm the Minnesota Vikings of our league. I should just <laughs> instead of the instead of being the bee pigeons, I should just be the the Vikings. The Vikings. The Proctor, the Vikings. The, the Rock County United yeah. <laughs> football team Vikings. Well, um, my, my son's team, my son plays for uh, Lincoln, and uh, Wisconsin Rapids Lincoln was playing Stoughton, and they're the Vikings. And Ainsley, my daughter, was sitting there. She's like, well, we hate the Vikings. I'm like, we don't really hate Stoughton. I mean, no. like, that's <laughs> fine. Or they're not really, they don't work together, you know. <laughs> just, right. Well, just they're, they're actually... Stoughton's a very Norwegian town, and they have uh, um, uh, Sutendamai down oh, there. Oh, Sutendamai, yeah. Big time Sutendamai. Uh, and uh, is at the Norwegian History Museum of, of America. So they deserve the Vikings moniker, unlike Viking, which is, Vikings, which is filled with uh, Germans and Laplanders. Well, there's, there's a ton of Swedes and Norwegians around uh, well, Twin Swedes, Cities, yeah. Not Norwegians. There, there's a bunch of Norwegians. <laughs> They're just... Shut up. I'm making a point. Every grocery store had Lefsa. I know this. Well, <laughs> but not Lefsa alcohol. Can be sweet. There, there's, there, are some, <laughs> there are some Swedish things that come along with it, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, all right. Get, well, get, get north of Sandstone. It's all Finnish people. <laughs> the UP is all Finns, too. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another wonderful week of Wisconsin sports. We will now actually get into talking sports, but we'll let you know that you can follow this show on Twitter at Scotty Johnny Pod. You can follow me at Not So Humble Host. It's nice and easy. I say it every show. Aaron, I know you're on uh, Twitter as well. Would you let everybody know how they can follow you? Uh, John, you can follow me at Cheddar Talk. I am at Cheddar Talk. This week's uh, topic du jours have been uh, uh, a smorgasbord to bring up uh, another uh, Scandinavian there word. There we go. If you will. But uh, yeah, I've been I've been all over the place. I picked up I picked up almost fifty followers in the last week. I'm not quite sure why. There you go. Well, that's interesting. They've all they they only have like two or three followers, and they seem to be pretty ladies that just joined in the last three weeks. But a lot uh, of numbers hey, after the names. I'll, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, Genbot sixty five thirty two twenty six. But whatever. She's they all DM me, me right away too. Uh, yeah. They huh. DM me instantly. There's some sort of link on there I haven't checked out yet. I'm sure I'll open that later though. Yeah, I, sooner or later, <laughs> I'll, I'm gonna have to go. You know, just, just to be a gentleman. You know, I can't just yeah, let them. Be I rude. can't let them follow. Me. I can't just let them follow me and not go back to it. So all right. Um. Yeah. Also, I found I found a cool. Uh, you're gonna like this yeah. one, John. There's Good. actually a. There's a there's a Twitter file called Rare Insults, and it's at Insults Rare, and they've got eight hundred thousand followers, so it's a legit follow. <laughs> okay, and it's just random, really good but unique insults from Twitter sphere. Yeah, so I like uh, there's a CCT like a closed circuit television one that's also pretty funny recently that I've been mm. following, but yeah. That CCT and... Russia? Oh my god! No, no, yeah, no, like... not that one. No, it's like CCTV edits or something like that. Oh yeah, it's and, pretty fun. Yeah, there's, there's a couple. Good, I think they're all related community, but uh, they're very good. Okay. Fun. All right, everybody, let's start everything off then today with what we like to call our main event. Starting things off with the main event. All right, so main event, we're going to start with Packers. I say this a lot. This is As long as there are Packer things to say, we're going to start with Packers. Uh, cuts are coming. Uh, only one of them, I think, is, is the only one I've heard so far because they, they have some time to get this all out, and then they'll have to get weighted through and see who gets onto their, onto their, their list for their uh, practice squad team and all that. Mm-hmm. But uh, Ty Summers is gone. Um, yeah. Kind of a slow guy, special teamer only, basically. Doesn't seem to have the reaction time, basically, to, to well, stick he, with Well, and also, he's also like the middle linebacker guy that came along when we didn't have middle linebackers, and now we have yeah. good middle, like maybe the two best middle linebackers in football. Well, McDuffie's look good out there as a backup <laughs> at, with Barnes. So you're like, okay, if you get Barnes McDuffie making as that next tier, there isn't room for Ty Summers to hang out. I'm just, I'm thinking yeah. about like a, a, a Quinn, a Devontra Campbell. Like, Oh yeah. Th- I mean like the, that's what I'm saying is like, I'm talking about like the, even the next tier, you're not fitting oh, yeah, into the yeah, backup. Absolutely. There's no room at for one you point, Ty Summer, At one point, two years ago, Ty Summers was a starter because we were out yeah, of middle linebackers. We really were. Think about that hot mess. <laughs> and now, yeah. And it's like, the he, I mean, yeah, he could be a backup to those guys, but like, it's just, just think about that evolution of the middle linebacker. Like yeah. obviously Guten Kunst went, well, um, we keep getting torched by not having good middle linebackers. And so, and yeah, I know. Sorry. Ty Summers loved you. Good luck, dude. Yeah. I mean, 
Wish him well. Um, what they've said is that they cut him early in the hope that uh, he could link up with another team. I, I don't know if it's easier. I don't know. Uh, cutting him now as opposed to in a day or two. Uh, the two names that come up a lot here at this point, though, uh, Samari Toure, or I call him the Samurai, Samurai Jack, uh, and Tyler Goodson, who carried, I mean, he carried the ball probably the most. Uh, oddly, yeah. Dexter Williams looked, I think, more explosive through his runs, partially because he just finished playing USFL. He's he's yeah. mid-season form at this point. He just finished up. Um which could have its downfalls too, but yeah, I mean, he's going to be a backup. He's not going to play games this year, most likely. Maybe some returns right. and stuff like that. Well, I'm just saying, like he played USFL, so he his wheels might be a little might be a little bit of more tread on the tire too. I don't know. So, but he knows this team. He was on this team. We drafted him right. out of uh, right. Notre Dame. Uh, Kylan, yes, Kylan Hill is going to still make this team, even if he's not going to be ready for a bit. So he's going to be around somewhere because he's pop. He's is he popped? Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's what it looks like yeah, still. Pop, so yeah, okay. He had a bad injury last year, so he's gonna he might need some time. Mm-hmm. Um, he got he got hurt in the preseason last year, right? I think it was just early in the season. I'm trying to remember what game it was, but it was somewhere in there. It, it yeah. was early. I do remember that. Yeah. Like I don't have that exactly in front of me, but it's like yeah. that's a that's a long. That must have been a bad injury. If he's still he's still popped. Yeah, yeah. So anyhow. Um, the thing I'll say about Goodson, and I was saying this on Acme Packing, is basically Tyler Goodson's a guy who gets you the yards that are there. He doesn't make extra yards, but he doesn't make a bad run. There's nothing about his run that is bad, but there's nothing that shines. Like he gets you the yards that are there. He doesn't get you he more. Might, he he, get he you reminds less. me a lot of a guy that we let uh, let go of that place for Detroit now, or maybe doesn't anymore. Jamal Williams. No, he's still there. Yeah. Yeah, Jamal Williams was definitely that guy when he ran the ball. There, there was no flash and dazzle in his game. His, he didn't. His cut game wasn't the best. Jones had a much more, you know, cut and run game. Uh, Jamal Williams could catch. Yes, he, great he hands. Definitely could catch. I mean, Jones can too. There's no if, if ands or buts about it. But uh, Jamal uh, is, had a little bit more power, in, in my feeling. It, like he okay. got you one yard more than what was there. I mean, right. it wasn't a ton more, but he he got you an extra yard every time. But uh-huh. to but to your point, someone yeah. who can run to get the ball or get get the yards that are in front of him, uh, Jamal didn't mess around. He just got what was right directly in front of him, and and if he broke through, he broke through once in a while. But also a really good route runner and a good receiver. He, I mean, he caught that ridiculous pass from Rogers against Kansas, against Kansas City. City. Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, two years yeah. Ago, that was people fantastic. forget that that that's that stupid, ridiculous falling down, running to his right. That was two years ago when Mahomes wasn't playing as opposed to last year when Rodgers wasn't playing against the Chiefs. Yeah. But he was he's rolling to the right and hucked that ball up as he was falling down. And Jamal caught that double toe tap on the back corner of the end zone. So yeah. um I don't know if Goodson can catch like that. Goodson has shown his ability the ability to catch. He seems um, solid. That's about it. Yeah. He does. And he's young, which is what you need for running backs. Yeah. Too. So I mean you're talking about Dexter Williams um, yeah, he looked good because he's coming off USFL, which, hey, imagine that, minor league football. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> they, they look ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be GD'd. Um, but uh, <laughs> weird, weird thing. Weird thing. Instead of just having someone who's been sitting at home. You're there or done, yeah. Deliver, delivering pizzas and working out at any time fitness, you know. <laughs> they're playing in some 
arbitrary league and you know just getting some reps and stuff like that they look ready to go (laughs) um sorry i'm off my soapbox now but no i think i i I think goodson's (laughs) around um the one thing i worry about with toure and we talked about this during the pre-show is that unlike ty summers um scout teams around the league scouting departments around the league aren't looking at three third four year um veterans that play special teams and play middle linebacker for the Packers. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars are some of the, you know, uh, lower, lower ranked teams in the league might go, Hey, the Packers cut this guy. He's been pretty good for him. We have a, you know, we, we have a need, you know, our roster stinks. There's just great. Maybe we'll take, you know, their scrap pile. They, you know, as opposed to Samari Turi, who's coming out of college and people were just, just scouting him, you know, not even, three months ago coming out of college and other teams were thinking about trying to get him. So, you know, that's the one, the one problem that is with taking, putting, cutting a guy and hoping you're going to get him back to the practice squad. So I don't know. You can try. Um, Nebraska lost to Northwestern, by the way. (laughs) That was, that was a crazy game. Yeah. Which I think if you've watched Nebraska, you projected that that was what was going to happen. What Scott Frost is a terrible coach. No way. He's really bad. Um, so yeah, looking at the receiving core, our locks are basically, you know, we've got Lazard, Cobb, Watkins, Watson, and, and Dobbs, right? Like that's five. Right. Um, so if you're keeping, cause you're not going to cut your first round draft pick. That's right. No. And he wasn't, yeah, he was on the pup list for most of the preseason, but then you've got, you know, Mari Rogers, you've got Juan Winfrey, you've got. Uh, well, the samurai and yeah. yeah, so you've got a couple guys there. I think Winfrey makes his team because I think he looked really good in the preseason. I thought he had a good connection. I mean, it's a good connection with Jordan Love, um, but he looked very Winfrey, good. Winfrey had a couple good looks last year during the regular season too, which yeah. was dominated by Rogers zeroing in on Devonte Adams and Devonte Adams only. Um, uh, Winfrey has shown the ability to be open in the past. He's dropped yeah. some really bad passes when he, he was wide open too. Um, I mean, <clears throat> yes. catch the ball and you got a touchdown kind of drops, but uh, yeah. drops are unacceptable. But the ability to get open is there. He's yeah. fast. I think he play, I think he can play special teams pretty well too. So yeah. I'd uh, I, I'd rather take a dude who's been in the system for three years over a swing and a miss um and amari and he hasn't given he hasn't gotten the opportunities that amari rogers has amari rogers has mostly failed with his opportunities winfrey hasn't gotten a lot of opportunities and has shown at least flashes i don't know is that a bad thing no i i'm with you on this they've got i mean most places are keeping amari rogers on most of the things you're seeing now too if you are coming down to samari Torre and amari rogers both of whom are, are, you know, were drafted by this team. Uh, mm-hmm. Amari, obviously, more draft capital invested in him. Um, is the sunken cost going to keep Amari Rogers, or is he is he just the better player? Um, do do you think he's that much better at this point? I mean, either that or you dump Cobb and keep and keep Amari uh, Rogers, which is mm-hmm. gonna uh, which is gonna Piss well, off if you keep let's say if we're keeping Winfrey, then you say you've got those six. You have to get. Rodgers or um, 
Torrey, you're you're keeping seven at that wide receiver spot. On, honestly, at, I think this, you do. at this point, Amari Rogers is equal to or better than Cobb. Cobb's just there as a, a, a veteran presence in the locker room, per the request of Aaron Rodgers last year. Yeah. And at least at least Packers got him for a, a low round draft pick. But I mean, Cobb is a as much as I love Randall Cobb, Randall Cobb has one of the, the greatest bear killing catches in history. A couple of them <laughs> follow a couple. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. The slant and the slant and run. And then um, I was thinking about when John Kuhn cut down uh, peppers and then Rogers yeah. nailed him right at the end of the game, coming back after the shoulder injury. Yeah. Um, but uh, like, I love Randall Cobb. I really do. I love Randall Cobb, but at this point in his career, um, he, him and Amari Rogers are the same player, except Amari Rogers is younger, bigger, and can kind of return kicks. Randall Cobb didn't set the world on fire last year. He's not going to set the world on fire this year. So yeah. they're basically the same player. So I take the, but the thing is, Randall Cobb's making like $3 million. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah. like, I think that that's kind of the deal you made at this point is I don't think they can cut Cobb because I think that's, it's part of their unwritten bit with Rogers at this point. With you gotta Aaron. keep ayahuasca Joe Rogan guy happy. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna skip over that part. I think. I, I appreciate. I appreciate it as yeah, a free spirit. <laughs> I, w- right. I wish. I wish I could do that. Yeah, I think the defense is pretty well set. Like we were talking about, like um, you know, you got McDuffie and Barnes. Quay Walker, Devondre Campbell, yeah. your your oh your defensive backs, you know, Jair, Stokes, Rasul. Quay Walker was the first round draft pick you oh. never knew you needed, by the way. Yeah. Uh, barring, Shamar, barring, John bar, barring a barring a terrible injury or just a slew of small injuries his whole career, that dude's gonna be in the Hall of Fame. Or if not like a multi year all pro. Oh, yeah. He's so fast. He came in NFL ready, man. He mm. looks good. Like good. he looks yeah, the I... part. He is fast. He is big, and for three years he's going to have the the compliment of Devontre Campbell standing right next to him. It's going to be pretty impressive. I'm I'm excited to see what's going to happen with this defense. Kenny Clark is going to have John Reed and Dean Lowry around. Um, I think Slayton looked pretty good in this preseason as well. I didn't see a lot of Devontre or Tyler Devontae Lancaster White. is going to be like the number five dude, and he started games if, last. If he makes this team. If he even makes a team, yeah. Because you have to say he's—I mean—he's not beating out Lowry, Reed, or Clark to get onto Kenny, this team. Kenny Clark, Kenny Clark might surpass. Aaron, th- here comes preposterous statement, but he <laughs> might surpass Aaron Donald for best defensive tackle this year. Now that he's not going to be quadruple teamed on every single play, that could be. But I mean, like, have to take care of everybody. No, I'm serious. Yeah, John. no, like, I... they're going to have to take care of everybody else. Kenny Clark might actually get some one-on-one, one-on-two action, and he's going to be—he's already a force. He is. He's he's an incredible player. Um, doesn't get the credit he deserves. He's he has gone to Pro Bowls, but he's just way better than what he gets credit for. No, there's a couple. But of I mean, like, was, was it was it Ian Rappaport or uh, maybe nah, it wasn't Ian? Somebody else is talking about how Kenny Clark's like quietly the number two best defensive lineman in the league behind Aaron Donald. Yeah. So he doesn't swing other, helmets other at people. people. Other people see it. Like, he doesn't swing helmets at people either. So that's a plus on in his <laughs> two column. helmets, two helmets at a time. Yeah. He's, Did you see that? And he connected with people. Miles, Miles Garrett only went one on one with, with Rudolph and he had beef with Rudolph. <laughs> Aaron Donald's going double windmill action. And he hit people. 
didn't yeah. just swing at him. He Hard. connected repeatedly with people. I've seen Who? that video. He should be gone. Who's super sweet idea was it to have the Rams and the Bengals do a joint <sighs> practice directly after the Super Bowl, by the way. <laughs> I mean, somebody in PR should have went, <whistles> yellow flag. Stupid move. Two head coaches. Back to the sidelines. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, yeah, but I think that if, if we're talking about Lancaster in any way being on this team, he's going to have to beat up TJ Slayton. I don't think he did. I don't think he does. I don't think he makes this team. I think he's gone. Um, well, how about the backfield too? Uh, what's his name that who's who's looked? I thought he was done for the year, and now he's already on his way back at safety. Um, oh, Savage or Levitt? No, Levitt. Yeah, I think they, he kind of has that, to. That shoulder surgery, they thought that that shoulder shoulders. Uh, yeah. They thought that that shoulder injury was going to put him on the uh, pup list, and now he, they're saying he might be ready for week one. Yeah, hopefully we don't see him because he didn't. He did not look ready uh, out there. I, I mean, I don't know what else you do. They don't have any other depth at safety at this point. Um, but it's, it's kind of what it is at the you know, right there. So I don't know. That's, that's something to do. And then the NFL now will take uh, for whatever reason a week off to just concede an entire week of football. Well, no, I, I think it's uh, John. For. I think I think they're I think they're laying off college football so they can have their first week of college football. Mm-hmm. And I also think it's because with that that fourth week of uh, preseason gone, if I'm I I, well, I want to say, but they added the C- a game. I want to say, but I want to say in the CBA that they added like an extra week too. Not yeah, to like but I mean, like they're just the rosters and stuff. It is the NFL conceding a week to everybody else on a weekend where everybody will have the three day weekend. And so, yeah, it'll well, I'll be, be busy. I'll be camping. That's not busy. <laughs> well, it might Let's be somewhere vacation. where I can't watch the pack again. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'll just sit there. We do in fact, though, at least have real college football. We had a couple games this weekend, uh, but the Badgers will start this next week uh, and they're going to have, it's going to be a barn burner. It's going to be great. It's going to be, uh, well, it's Illinois state the Redbirds. Uh, yeah. Uh, so. Mike Zimmer's alumni. Remember? Oh, that's right. We've uh, talked they're... about this boat. We've, we've mentioned this at least four times on this podcast in sure. the last six months. Well, you're the, the one reminding me. Cause I, I would not have remembered that until you reminded me. So yeah. So, so I know what Illinois state is. They're the Redbirds. Well, yeah, I know. But I, it's Mike <laughs> Zimmer's college. Yeah. No, that's... Un- unemployed Mike Zimmer. I just know it. Cause it's, um, uh... That's it's down by where my brother lives, and uh, yeah. so it's. I always know they're the Illinois State Redbirds. Um, they've had some decently good basketball teams. Um, maybe not great, but they had a couple of decent teams in the last couple of years. So that's you know something at least. Are they Division One? They are an FCS team. Uh, oh. the, yeah, so they're. It's not much, but they are out there. They're they're an FCS team. Which actually really surprised me because I thought that that's exactly what the Big Ten was getting away from was playing these right. these kind of worthless FCS games. Um, <laughs> ESPN gives the Packers a or the Badgers, pardon me, a ninety-seven point four percent chance of winning. Um, yeah, they don't, I don't, don't even no see a spread no on this. <laughs> Las Vegas has no spread. ESPN has no balls. It, they should just give it a 100%. 100% chance. I mean, 100%. they let a computer. A computer and says. Apologize, and then apologize if it doesn't work out. Yeah. So they'll be playing uh, 6 p.m. Uh, September 3rd. 
I, I mean, like, I don't think I'm much big, about big this. Tur- big Ten Channel Three, you know. Yeah, jeez. Do we do we have big just like we have ESPN one, two, and three now? Do we have Big Ten one, two, and three? Because that's probably where it live. Yeah, it's well, I figure what, where is it going to be? So that'll be it's, on... it's going to be on it's going to be on the Big Ten Network. I'm sure oh, FS one. It'll be oh, on it's FS one. FS one. Okay, all right. Um, I'll tune in. Why not? Yeah, this uh, the first big thing is if you have anything about the Badgers is. I know what they're going to have for running. I want to see the offensive line be better. Uh, Bostead is back to coaching the offensive line, which is really his bread and butter. It's where he's best. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good to have him back. Uh, change at the offensive coordinator, uh, bringing in a wide receiver, and, and trying to see what that does for this team, and if that means more throwing, and what it's going to do for Graham Mertz, uh, getting him into you know his third year of starting here, and hopefully he can start finding something there because he's definitely not been – I mean, and it's not fair because we put a ton of expectation on a 17-year-old, told him to come here and told him to save our program and get us to a, a national championship. And when he didn't do that, people were super just mean to a kid. You know, it's like, come on. Well, the running back did that last year. Yeah. He tried his best. Yeah, he's a, he is a freak of nature. Uh, Braylon <laughs> Allen is going to be impressive. And we, I, we know what we have in him, like I said. And Chesma right. Lucy looks like he's back and healthy and ready. Uh, Isaac Garendo who got hurt very early last year is the fastest of all three of them. Uh, mm-hmm. He's going to get in late in games and, you know, break one or two. He did that before he got hurt. Right. So that's all going to be well and good. It's a very young group of receivers led by Chamari DK. And uh, we'll kind of see what they can do because we lost, you know, Danny Davis was just with the Packers for preseason. He might be a practice squad player. Uh, Pryor uh, went to the Bengals and looked, you know, all right in the preseason. I don't know if he's going to make it, but you know, it's a, we've lost good wide receivers uh, right. and we lost good tight end. So the offense is going to run through the running back, but we are going to have to see who's what, that tight end related to. Uh, is it you? No, no <laughs> I don't know. the Don. I'm not, Ita- I'm not Italian. No, no, he's Spanish. He's not Italian. Oh, <laughs> yeah, sorry. yeah, that's right. Uh, but yeah, no, it's um. Yeah, Barry Alvarez's uh, grandson, obviously, if we watched any game recently. And we'll get right back to telling everybody how old Braylon Allen is uh, very <laughs> <Yeah>. shortly. <laughs> After we get done telling you how he is, uh, yeah. Barry He's only, is, only uh, 18. Holy cow. He's only 17. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Thank you, Brett Musburger. Thank and um, I think the defense is still going to be good. Obviously, we've been able to hold on to. To our defensive coordinator for a a good long while now, Leonard has been wonderful. I think he loves the job, and it's nice to have him there. I don't think I don't think he wants to leave Wisconsin. He's he's an up north boy. I don't think he really wants to leave. He's made millions of dollars. He doesn't need the money. No, he's from Flambeau. You can live off ten thousand dollars a year. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. I don't know if you know this, but you can buy a house in Waco, Texas, for five (laughs) dollars. Anyways. That's yeah, a bit I'll sure. explain later, but uh, yeah, um, no, I no, I think he's content with hanging out until he'd be the head coach of the Badgers. Like, he's yeah, he's 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 got it made. He's 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 Wisconsin legend. Um, yeah, and and, and, and they'll I'm always like love Frost, him there. And I'm like so. I'm like Frost. He's not hateable, so he's not going <laughs> to leave and go to you. Yeah, uh, where, make all of his players. Frost is at boys. Well, Still at Nebraska. UCF or USF? He was at UCF. Had one winning season. They brought him back. Uh, He has Mm. only had one winning season as a head coach. 
and just lost to Northwestern. Good luck keep yeah. trying to keep your job. But they're they're gonna keep him there because he's anyways. But so no, Leonard Leonard's actually got it together. Leonard was a good player. Leonard actually for his size and his ability did very well in the NFL. He has proven to be a good defensive coordinator. He's a good defensive recruiter as well. He keeps he's got that pipeline going. So I don't think Leonard, except for I don't know, if you give him Michigan, Ohio State, then you're a fool not to go and try. But I think otherwise he's gonna sit there at defensive coordinator until he's offered the head coaching job because he's in a good he's spot. A young guy. Yeah, he's yeah. he's still a young guy. Um and, and and some and some people aren't about trying to go and do new things and get fried. You know, not everybody's PJ Fleck. Not everybody's <laughs> willing to go put themselves out there and have some kind of Teflon skin that they don't hear what everyone's saying. You know, he's loved here, you know, and as long as he keeps putting up good defenses, you know, that's, I mean, I don't think anyone here dislikes him. Like, and he recruits he does, well. And he, he brings does, in and he does a good job. He recruits and he coaches well. And that's all you really want. And yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I just, Unless, unless he gets an NFL job or something like that, I don't know. Yeah. I know Illinois State was down. It, it's near Peoria area. It's not too far mm-hmm. off. Uh, I thought they were, were outside of Peoria, but they're a little further outside. Um, not in Bloomington, Aaron, but normal. They oh. play in normal Illinois, which is one of my favorite. There's nothing normal in Illinois. Um, last year, they were 4-7 and seven overall. They were 2-6 and six in conference. They were two and three at home. Um, yeah, I mean they're not a good team. They did beat Butler. Uh, <laughs> they lost to wow. They got they lost. They got shut what's, out what's by the, what, what's the other half of normal? Bloomington normal. Bloomington normal. That's yeah. a much less exciting uh, drag queen than Champagne Urbana. Champagne Urbana. Yeah. Champagne Urbana. Right. Isn't that the? <laughs> is that the one from Community? This community, yes. yeah, that's so good. I love that. <laughs> did you did you sue Champagne Urbana to get her t shirt? Get his t shirt? No, I'm a fan. Yeah, uh, they beat. They uh, see. I'm just looking at who they beat. They didn't beat much of anybody. They lost to the Salukis. They they lost to Missouri State. Those were good teams, though. They lost to North Dakota State. So they they play yeah. up. I mean, they they're in that that. <laughs> they did beat Northern Iowa last year. North, in- North, North, North Dakota State, which is quietly the best college football team in Minnesota. <laughs> Basically. Uh, they beat you and I. In case you don't know your geography, Brookings, South, Brookings, or no. So that's South Dakota State. Sorry, that's in Brookings. That's North Dakota State's in Fargo, which is Fargo. Really two miles over the border. Yeah, Brookings just over is the line. Five miles over the border. Yeah. Oh, yes. South Dakota State and North Dakota State still. And then North Dakota for hockey steal all of Minnesota's best prospects. Yeah, the, and the U of M can't do anything. So, yeah. All right. So this is one. I mean, the Badgers should win up and going away. Oh, that's what we're talking about. Here, yeah. Right? So okay, I mean, yeah. that's that's going to be. I'm trying to find. If I'm having any trouble. I'm having a difficult time even finding uh, a betting line on this. Um, it's not on any of the places no, I normally Vegas look. Would be dumb. It's a dumb line. Like, oh, there you'd we have go. To, you'd have to 400, 400, 400. No. Plus four hundred. It's got to be way over that. Um, Plus five hundred. I don't to win one hundred. I don't know something. There's some ones in there like Oklahoma. I think is a um, plus ten thousand yeah. stuff like that. Some of these these early games are just crazy to watch. So it's 
It'll be interesting. The Badgers, the betting line is Badgers eight and a half wins on this season, which I think they can, I think they get nine or 10. Uh, so that, I, I don't know. The thing will 11, be 11, 11 games or 12 games on the schedule. 12 too. games on the schedule. 12 so, okay. yeah, they got a couple tough ones that they're not going to win. They're not going undefeated this year. That's not this team. But I, I think they can get they to 10. Ohio, is it Ohio, I'm sorry, without looking, they play it's Ohio State this year, right? Here, hold on a second. I'll, I'll pull up the full schedule here. So, obviously, they start with the Illinois State Redbirds. They will have Washington State come here. New Mexico State, who I just watched kind of hang with Nevada for a bit at home. I mean, you've uh, both seen their stadium, so there we go. Yeah, I love that stadium. It's a fun little, yes, for a little stadium. It is the most um, outrageously upfront racist people I've ever met. Uh, showed me yep. how to go around well, there. That happens down there. Crazy. Yeah. Um, that that can happen anywhere, but it's not acceptable. But you never just seen have to roll with it when you're there because if no, you don't just roll with it. I told him that yeah. was. I was like, that is not okay. Uh, yeah, he'll New Mexico be, State. You'll be, be he'll be dead in a dumpster. Yeah. Yeah, New Mexico State has uh, they're bad, but they brought in this uh, freshman quarterback Frakes who 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 put a little spark in them. They still lost by eleven, but. He got to move in a little bit because they looked bad otherwise. Then yeah, then they'll play Ohio State, in Ohio, you know, in Columbus, in Columbus, not yeah, winning that's... that one. Uh, Illinois at home at Northwestern is rough. At Michigan State, yeah. Purdue at home, Maryland at home, in Iowa, in Nebraska, that, Minnesota that, at home. So I, Iowa, I, Iowa, in, Michigan in, State, in, in, Northwestern. In Iowa, in Iowa stinks. Like I'll yeah. take them at home against Iowa anytime, but at Iowa that. That's, That's rough. At Michigan State, at Northwestern, at Iowa, those three are going to be ones that determine whether or not you get eight, nine, ten wins. Uh, if you can win two of those, you're going to be a ten-win team. You, I, I don't know if they can win all three. They got it's a rough stretch. They're going to play all three, all three of those games in five weeks. It looks like so. I mean. That's is, what's going to get them that between. We got rest, is this the year that we get rid of East and West, or is that next year that goes away? Well, they're talking about that because you don't need it. To, because of the change in the NCAA rules, you don't need to have an East-West to have a playoff game. So some conferences are li- looking to just get rid of it so they can just pick the best two records. Because um, US, USC is next year, right? I forget if it's next year or the year after. But we'll see how they, they work that out. Yeah. See how they work that out. Yeah, it'll be interesting. But then just figure this. Um, of the biggest rivalries uh, for Notre Dame, USC, Michigan, Michigan State, that's three of the top four <laughs> they have. Right. Um, they've already pulled out of the ACC. They are looking for a home, and they would actually make more money being in the Big Ten than anywhere. Um, I'm not saying that it's a lock, but it seems like there's a serious chance Notre Dame makes a decision to join the Big Ten at some point here. At that, what point does the Big Ten change the name? <laughs> they don't have to, and they're not going to. If they didn't change it, bringing in Penn State in the – Gosh, was that the that was in the nineties? No, because remember it was Big Ten with an eleven built into the 10. built into the logo. Yeah, so if they didn't yeah. do it, bringing in Penn State to become an eleven team conference, they're not doing it. You know, when there are fourteen teams in this conference, like there are now, or or when there are twenty five teams in two years from now. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But uh, it's 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 gonna it's gonna be Big Ten versus SEC. It's gonna be well, the Mountain West will eventually shift into the Southeast. And then the Atlantic Coast Conference will eventually move over into the Plains states, and then yeah. the um, we'll reform the Big East and put them in California, just to make right. it all. 
all well, wasn't good. wasn't San Diego State in the Big East for like one year? They were, yeah, that was the best. Yeah, okay, that was. They were going to was... bring in Boise State and San Diego State. My <laughs> God, no, it's it's just going to be sooner or later. It it's going to be. It's, it's, sorry, I, I yeah. say this completely tongue in cheek. It's going to be completely Civil War style. It's going to be Big Ten up north versus SEC down south. Basically. It's it's the thing that's like super weird now as I go looking back and uh, you, you and I being big college football guys and also playing the, the video game and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I go look at what are, what are the college football uh, conferences now? And I don't recognize any of this. And I don't just mean like, Oh, the big tens added these school. I mean like Marshall's in the Sun Belt. What is Marshall? Mm-hmm. When did Marshall go to the Sun Belt? Like what? It's 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 weird because teams point, went at down. Point, at one point, the Big Twelve was the biggest conference in football. Right. The SEC, the SEC had their roots, but the Big Twelve was the biggest conference. They yeah, had it, Texas, they had Texas A and M, they had Nebraska, they had all the big teams on the plains. Yeah, and it's just like I go looking through, like the American Athletic is a bunch of the teams that used to be in Conference USA. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like this Temple, Tulane, Tulsa. Um, Memphis, Cincinnati. Uh, you're like, okay, that was the old Conference USA. Um, some of these other ones, like you know, the big schools actually make more sense. But like Conference USA now includes uh, North Texas and uh, UTSA and UAB and Charlotte. I mean, that's the that is now Conference USA. Um, well, there's gonna, there's, there's gonna have there's gonna have to be a dividing of another conference again fau you know, and rice are in the same conference there are two schools nicknamed the owls in one conference together it, how it, does it, a justin loving god allow that do, to happen <laughs> do, everyone remembers there used to be d1 a and d1 double a right correct was, yeah and FBS, there was some fluidity SEO. like no. sometimes teams would jump back and forth between those and yeah. at some point d2 was allowed to get scholarships and stuff like that mm-hmm. sooner or later there's going to just be big 10 proper sec proper and then there's going to be the regulated gonna have to make an, they're going to have relegated to make teams yeah relegated well, sec relegated or another or another level like and then the fiesta bowl what, what are the big four bowls fiesta rose uh sugar and sugar, orange orange bowl and they belong to this group of 32 up here and we're gonna have relegation up and down yeah and below that all the bowls are going to be all the other all the other teams that can't make it up there be, be above the top 25 it's the only way it's going to work because as soon or later it's yeah it's like, going to be it's going to it's it's already impossible to crack the top three yeah i mean like the, the couple teams that get me in like the Sun Belt now is um southern miss and marshall are both Sun Belt schools now um, yeah. And I get like you know James Madison in their very first year gets into the Sun Belt because that's where you go if you have never played FBS football before they put you in the Sun Belt. Right. But I mean like several of these teams, I was just like, what is USF well, do U- uh, USM Southern Miss? Where, where, does, where does St. Thomas land in this whole thing? Well, they're Thomas still FCS. Minnesota. That's an FCS school now. They jumped up to D one. They're playing in the same conference with uh, North Dakota State. State. And now, and now and now look at that too. Now now these FCS teams are starting to crack people through between Carson Wentz, Train Lance, Christian Watson. Like mm-hmm. they're they're becoming more relevant too. And it's like what's what's going to happen there? Like because some of the better players that know that they're not going to splash at all because they can't get into Alabama, Clemson, yeah. or 
what else after that, they're, they're going to start going to the FCS teams where they can well, make more of a splash out in North Dakota State, stuff just, like that. Like, like I just watched Dre McCray just light up uh, Western Kentucky with, in a game that Western Kentucky should have won by four or five touchdowns. Mm-hmm. But they, they, I mean, like he was the one guy returning on that team, and they couldn't stop him. He runs like a ten three. Why would, why would you want to be? Why would you want to be the third string quarterback on Alabama when nobody's yeah. ever going to see you? Right. So I mean, like it, it's it's going to wash itself out. And the NIL stuff is it's it, it's fine. I don't care about it. It's gonna it's gonna self implode itself. I don't know. I think it's just going to be more and more money as they go. Oh, it's, it, no, it's going to yeah. it's going to self implode like. I'm, I'm interested really by that. How, I, I want to. Why do you think that? I guess I'm very curious. I think, I think it's going to self implode because they're going to be pouring money into kids that they don't know anything about, and sooner or later it's going to come back to bite them in the butt because these kids are going to, aren't going to pan out. And they're. I mean, think about it. So like, so here we are with Grant Grant Mertz. Okay, uh, did I say Grant? I meant Grant Mertz. Anyways, yeah, yeah. Uh, I called myself up for that one, but uh, <laughs> so. So he had a logo. He's got everything. He's got his own brand and everything else like that. What happens if he just completely washes out and is just, he doesn't, what happens if this season's worse than last season and yeah, he's huh? relegated, we just said relegated to like the third string. Like how many, how many alumni are going to pour money into this dude yeah, but to the... get with zero return because college kids have no promise. Like there's not a, I mean, Neither do NFL people either. I mean, it's just it's like I, it's getting I, it, your name in there. What what the Badgers did recently do, I guess, just to fill it in on this, is that they've created a system where if you own a business, you can get in touch with them and kind of put in money to basically be part of the name, image, license agreements, and then they can put together how much money it would be, and then you would get, you know, you can put Braylon Allen on the thing you put on windshields in the parking lots or whatever, you know, for your, your thing. And so it's just kind of, you get some advertising and I guess you could tell them to pull it on certain people if it wasn't working. So I don't know. We'll have to see how that goes. That's interesting. We'll have to keep an eye on that because that's something that obviously is going to be big. The other thing you're going to have to keep your eye on too is that these kids making money in college and just expecting things given to them. How soon are they going to get taken over by the kids that are in the lower ranks that have to work their ass off all the way through college? And then when they get to the NFL and just are expecting everything. And I don't know. I, I just also be interesting. It, I guess it's, 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 it's my military mindset. Like <laughs> football's always been a military game. Like it's where, where does it go? And at what point when a running back who is the, number one money-making NIL, NIL guy in the country is getting way, way too out of his shoes to NFL or do NCAA linemen who don't make a dime want to block for him anymore. Well, we'll find say, out, I guess. Say, say, hey, say, hey, about how about giving some money to us, man? We, we don't make anything. I'm a guard, man. I'm, he's like, bah, 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 bah. and then they, <laughs> yeah, that, those were, those were all swear words. And then just, all right, I'm not going to block for you anymore. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be interesting. I mean, it's 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 um, it's it's going to implode on itself. It's going to completely implode on itself. Okay, I think it's just going to. Ex- I think it's going to explode. Of, I think it's going to go bigger. It, personally, I think it's going to be just more and more money is going to pour into this, and they're going to find weird ways. I mean, it's going to be the wild west. I think there's just going to be money. These kids. What I think it will do well, is a lot man, of these that's guys. Not, that's not a good thing. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm th- saying I think it's what's going to happen. I well, don't. You said it's going to blow up, like blow up, like. 
I think it's going to be bigger. Will. I think the money's going to get bigger. I oh, think yeah, I think these kids are going to make crazy money. What I think it is going to do is it's also going to convince some of these guys who are like, I need to go now and be a fifth round pick to say I can stay another year because I'm making a mill right now. I can wait a year and see if I get to be a fourth round pick or a third round pick. Well, that's a sil- good good silver lining, John. I like that. I don't one. Know. That was I, a very good silver lining. It, I like that. One. If nothing else, it's going to go in. I mean, the one thing that you can say if you're looking for a good side is. Well, first off, their kids getting paid for a thing they do, right? Like they are working, they're putting in the time, they're getting paid for a thing they do. I'm in favor of people getting paid for a thing they do. That's good. Um, but also, the thing, thing that they do that brings in millions and billions of, of dollars. Yeah. To be, because otherwise, then where's the sculling team? Yeah, it, it is taking care of yeah all the other money that comes into the university from that. It basically isn't coming from the pool of money that goes to the university because while right. nobody wants to say this, yes, it does pay for athletic directors to make millions. It pays for coaches to make millions. It also builds nursing schools. It builds schools for education departments. It builds it builds buildings on your campus. Um, it also pays for all the other student athletes who are getting in, the Wisconsin volleyball players who are getting 4.0s and winning national championships. But, True. you know, they're – well, I don't know about Wisconsin right now, but I mean, a lot of places that's a losing effort because you don't make as much as you pay out. Um, and same for you know, women's basketball does not make enough to cut pay for itself in almost any university other than, you know, if you're UConn or Notre Dame. You know, I, I'm, I'm being I'm being the devil, devil's advocate here, but it's at good. the same time, I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing with you, um, <laughs> but they're going to have to eliminate football from Title IX in order for this all to work then. Because otherwise, all the other men's sports are going to keep getting squeezed. What they should do is get women's football. No, it's no. You, you have to build it in every that, high school. Like, you have I, to... t- I took a whole class on this in college, John. It's one hundred, okay. like fifty fifty percent uh, between women's sports and men's sports. We need it needs to be surgically removed men's basketball and men's football because they make way too much money, and it's and the other men that play other sports besides football and basketball are going to get hosed by it. It's what I just said. It's the reason why Wisconsin doesn't have baseball because, you know, yeah, the make choice it, it, that it does have to, it, it has to be removed from the title line structure of things. Because like you said, I am in, I'm in 100% agreement with you. Like because of the football team, that's what pays for everything else on that campus. And it's slowly turning into with men's basketball and men's football. Um, it, it, it sooner or later, they're just it's it's that's going to be minor league football, mm-hmm. and yeah. n- not with the not with the basketball bit, but with the well, pretty much with basketball bit yeah, too. But the, that's that's going to be minor leagues for them, and it's 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 going to be a, it's just going to be a straight money generating machine. And let's get in the bylaws right now to throw out academics. Let's get in the bylaws now to throw out um, the things with Title Nine. That's just pretend let's not let, let's stop pretending what it isn't and pretend what it is okay let's the, stop holding standards i mean just let them in okay i know you're going to going devil's advocate uh, i think the basketball one is the easier one because there is a women's basketball team with the same number of players same number of scholarships the big thing is yeah. football is like 60 scholarships um 60 70 scholarships depending I forget exactly the number, but I mean, like that's that's a unless, ton. That unless you to unless you're SMU, then you don't get any scholarships. Yeah, I think they're back now yes. entirely. But oh, yeah, are they no, back was, now. Okay. <laughs> but no, the um, the big one is just yeah. That's just a, you have to match that somewhere. 
like you're saying. And so what I think would be the fun way, the way they won't do, is we should start building women's football because why can't women play football? Uh, if you put a team of, of – I mean, the thing is you would need every high school to have that, um, which would kill soccer because you'd have to move that sport to a different season or something because, well, I think women's soccer is in the, in the fall or the spring, in right? The fall, in uh, the, men's is in the spring. The spring yeah. Yeah. I, had, I had to fight with that during track and field, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, like, I don't know. I just think it would be fun because I think that – I think everybody can – grow and enjoy football i don't think it's just a men's game i think that it's a it's a great game i think it's a wonderful game that teaches a lot of discipline and teaches you to kind of push through things especially physical things and and also has an incredible amount of just tactics to it that's i i don't know i know not everybody will agree with me because but i i think football is just about the most perfect game out there and i love football i think everybody can benefit from playing football but also just you know benefit from playing whatever you like so if it's running or if it's basketball that's fine too i just i don't see why football can't be a game everybody could play and it's not going to be the action that they take here all right but we're going to move on we got a couple minutes here i, I to, would i would say i would say every i would say every university has two women's women's volleyball teams nice you pick two two sides it is the yeah. most played uh girls sport. Uh, high school sport it is yeah, yeah. it really is i mean Give every give you want to you want to make the numbers match. Give give every single every single university two women's volleyball teams that have to compete against each other as well. That would be kind of fun. Uh, right. You could you could do it. You really could. You probably could. Uh, we're know. gonna say we've got a couple well, things I mean, here. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking for answers. I'm looking for answers to this outside of just segregating football from everything well, else. Yeah, and I'm like, just trying to get us through here in an hour or so. So. Uh, no, just oh, trying to move us on. What, what else do we have to talk about here? Oh, can we can we do a whole podcast about Title Nine? Because that's that would be a whole thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, Brewers this week. Uh, Brewers Sucked. this week sucked. Took two out of three from the Cubs. Um, so I don't know. I know you're angry. I know everybody's angry that we traded a guy so who now mad. has a 25 ERA. Um, but I mean. What was it this week? Took two out of three from the Cubs. Uh, what I'm really mad about is all the Brewers fans are like, ha look how he, Hater stinks now. Look at his ERA. He stinks. And everyone, and they, I have. So well, the other people. half is the people who are like, oh, Brewers lost today, so let's never watch them again because obviously they hate us. And they're like, they lost a game. For God's sakes, well, just and shut and then, up. And Brewers then, Twitter is the most toxic place in, in Wisconsin right now. The entire time are like, Hero's mom had cancer last year, and he had to go through that whole thing, and maybe that's the reason why he stunk. And hopefully that's well, why the Brewers and he went through a position through. change. And then, too, and, then yeah. hater, and the hater gave up zero runs through his first teen appearances. Then his wife had a weird, weird pregnancy, and now their baby's having problems. And then you get traded to San Diego, and now you stink. And wh- whatever. They're humans, man. They're humans. They're not robots they don't go out there and do the same thing every day like it's 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 I, I will still stand by it was a bad trade at the time it was unnecessary and it didn't it didn't make sense yeah would hater have got out there and thrown a 25 era probably not for the brewers it maybe he would have went downhill yeah but at the same time i i will stand by that and some people are like well you can't hold on to that like three weeks later like yeah, I will still hold on to that. It threw off team chemistry, whatever. And why? I mean, what have what what has happened to change that since then? Well, yeah, and I'm just they trying to see up, like they brought up the guy from the miners. I guess 
get. I don't. I don't know. I just think like there are people who, after the trade, have been actively rooting against the Brewers. Brewers fans, a lot of them, especially everybody who has a Twitter account, has been actively rooting against the Brewers, and it's or getting super weird. Yeah, that part is weird because I don't want him to be terrible. That one's but... really super weird. Enough. The ones that are that are rooting against Josh Hader, that's the super weird part. Sorry. Well, the team, the people actively rooting against their own team, um, that's just as weird i guess i don't know i mean like which which i don't i'm not i'm not rooting against the brewers I'm there's a lot like, of people who I, are though like oh, it, oh, it's God, out there, there. yeah no it's it's um, very milwaukee of them it's super i mean like we we've we are living in like the greatest era of wisconsin sports mm-hmm. uh, basically where hey man and everyone's like badgers haven't won a big Ten title in a while like well they've gone to several big like they won an orange bowl a couple years back they they won a cotton bowl just just i mean these were not in the last you know decade they've won two big bowl appearances for the badgers by the way yeah and it's just like well okay and the brewers went to four straight playoffs and the packers have been in Conference championship after conference championship, and all we can say is like win more than one Super Bowl. And like, oh my gosh, in the '80s where we were watching the Brewers not quite make the playoffs repeatedly, where I was watching the Packers be the worst team in football over and over again. Oh yeah, the and, Bru- and the, the Bucks. Were the best, what were the Bucks? The Brewers <laughs> were the best team in. Uh, actually, you know what? The Bucks in the ni- Bucks in the '80s weren't bad either. They weren't that those great? Were the Bur- yeah. Those are the Burkowski days, but they yeah, Frank Burkowski was fun. But, but they, still, they were yeah. running into Larry Bird left and right. So uh, yeah, the East was really tough back then. But anyhow, but yeah, no, the Brewers are the best pe- team in town, and people are letting turkeys and squirrels go onto Lambeau Field during games. Like that's <laughs> where we were at with the Packers. Yeah. Um, so there just, was serious talk about getting rid of the Packers at some point during the 80s because well, nobody wanted to go serious. there. They were sold out for the entire 80s. Just, no, I know that. But, but yeah. I mean, that was like talk around the NFL, like outside of Green Bay was like, how do we get rid of – I, I read about it in a, a weird, obscure article. Like there was talk about like owners, how do we get rid of the Green Bay Packers? How do we get rid of this weird team? The answer is they can't. <laughs> and they couldn't, and then you know, and they sold all their teams, and they all died. And anyways, and okay. here are the Packers still. But I mean, but that's a real thing. Like, and the Brewers, the Brewers somehow survived rele- when there was that threat of relegation when the Expos and the Twins were going to get relegated, which was just a, a a money push to get the Expos down to Washington and for Minnesota to buy a new stadium for the Twins. Yeah, they always are. Yes, but so, yeah. But to be clear, it looks like there there are no ongoing health issues for Hater's Child. So, I mean, there was a placenta previa issue, which was mm-hmm. part of the pregnancy thing. Is uh, It looks like everything's fine with his child, though, at least. So, it, I mean, we continue right. to hope that that's true. Um, right. Because I mean, we're, we are in favor of him and his family, and hopefully everybody's fine there. And we, we do want to see him do well again. Um but I also want to see the Brewers do well. And did you get so, to, like, did you get time off? Did you get time off when your kid was born? Yeah, I think he should take time off. Athletes should take kid? time off to be there. Uh, one of them. How about the uh, other kid? How about the other kid? How about the other kid? That was a five kid joke. No, Anyways. not really. Yes. I mean, like, <laughs> the one I went right back to Kuwait right after he was born. So um, yes, I got I got time off for my kids too. Yeah, I mean, he's literally pitching like three days later. Like it's like. Well, he got I, I he get, he was allowed to take his leave if he wants to, and that's fine. And and he could have done it, and I would have been supportive of him doing that. Well, he skipped the All Star really? game, which is fine. That's cool. But absolutely, 
I, I really am. I mean, like, when people are like, oh, man, you shouldn't, you know, I can't believe a guy would miss a, an NFL game for birth of a child. You're like, do it. Do it. I don't Boomer care. Boomer Siason said one time that uh, what's his name should have gotten uh, his wife had to have his her her uh, have the kid induced <laughs> so he wouldn't miss the his miss a start. And it was like, oh, my. That was in Commons. Uh, oh, uh, that's common, common man's, uh You should be there for your kids and your family because that's what's going to just going to last more. Um, so yeah, it's just, I, I don't know. I just find it, the whole thing, just the whole Twitter sphere has just been a, a ridiculous toxic place where people are actively rooting against the Brewers very just vocally. They're like, you know what? They traded one guy. Now I know that they hate me and they hate my team and they're trying to lose. You're like they traded one player. They traded one player. Right. They're like, they did not trade all their players. They did not sell out this team. Right. Yeah. And also they're like, well, he's a billionaire. You're like, yeah, the, this team didn't make him any of that money. This team is not he, like he has actually massively increased payroll since coming here. He has also spent his own money to in, continually improve Miller Park, which is now AmFam Park. But he has continually spent his own money to do that. He has put hundreds of millions of dollars into this team. He has raised payroll. He has increased the stadium to make it a better place to keep it one of the better stadiums in baseball. I'm not just trying to care about for him. I mean, like, he's an okay guy. He's an okay owner. He owns a team that doesn't make a lot of money. He spends that money on the team and does things to try to do. Like, there's free ticket days, free hot dog days. They do things to try to thank people for coming in. They yeah, are go, very go, fan go, friendly. Go be, a, go, be a, go be a Minnesota Twins fan and see how much free stuff they do. Because <laughs> they don't do free stuff. They charge you for everything. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, just hey, to but, but but back to but back to the hater trade. The only thing I have to say about the hater trade, and I don't disagree with the logistics or anything like that. And I will go back to what I said a couple of weeks ago. I still think it was an ill-timed trade. Like yeah. I don't to this. We've point, agreed with that. Yeah, it's it wasn't good, and I don't think he would be pitching a twenty-five ERA if he was on this team. Still, I think it'd be. I I I really don't. I think the spiral has been after the trade. Well, it definitely hasn't been better. Like he was not good heading into it because his ERA for the season is already the highest ERA he's ever had in his career. He's got the worst whip of his career. Well, now, Before, yeah. no, no, no. Before the trade, before the trade, yeah. he was having the worst season of his career. Um, because not going he, into June, he didn't give up a run until June. Right, but at the time he was traded, he had an ERA over four, which right. is the first time he's ever had an ERA over two and a half. Yeah, he was having I mean, the worst season of his career. He was starting to poop out. I get that, but yeah. I, I don't think I don't think that he would have exploded like he did. He, I, I think maybe I think if I think the Brewers would have kept him, he wouldn't have exploded. I don't think it'd be like it is now because I think he would have had more stability. It would have been the same team, and I think they knew him. So you're probably right on that, but I don't know what they would have done. It's hard right. to say where he was going. It was it was in a bad trend. It wasn't looking like this trend, hmm. but he wasn't headed in a good friend well the weirdest thing about the trashing of trader or the, the trashing of hater during this trade is that like everyone's like oh we had to get rid of him he was a piece of trash he was garbage no, he wasn't he was well, a good but, teammate but no everybody liked he him. was he was a key part of the last four years of this yes. brewers team yes and they almost got to the world series they should have but lost to the Dodgers. And like yeah. hater is a big part of the reason why the Brewers have been so successful. It's not just a one pit, not one inning guy. No, he was hyper dominant until yeah. June of this year. Like he was a crazy left-handed tall, skinny reliever that delivered 98 mile an hour fastballs, had good cut and could hammer it down. And 
he was a big part when Knable was gone. When um, yeah. oh, help me out. Oh well, which I think else they had in that spot. But yeah, no, he's Knable, and then um, they had a couple different guys in there. But yeah. Oh come on! It was, <laughs> at one point it was Knable. He was the setup, and then Knable was closer. Anyways, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat my head. And the came from the Texas Rangers. He went back to the Texas Rangers. <sighs> just just move on. It's, it's, it's <laughs> going to kill me, anyways. But uh, yeah, I mean, he's a big. He was a big part of the Brewers for Absolutely. the last four years. Yep. And before we had good starters, we had good closers, and Hater was a big part of that. And the hate for Josh Hater is weird. is unbelievable, and I don't like it. And it's stupid, and it makes me really dislike Brewers fans on Twitter. It's been a bad year for people being like this at all. Just just mm-hmm. it's like they're picking sides like you can be okay with him being traded you can say i don't i, I don't like the trade but i i get the ideas behind it though i don't think it was executed well or got enough for him and also say like i hope he does well from here on out but you know if people are i don't know they they have to make the biggest broadest statement they can uh without because <laughs> nuance is hard uh the only other thing i'll say is uh we have started volleyball season aaron we have started volleyball season well, good. Uh, yes, that's awesome. Yes. Uh, so the Badgers got off to start the the first game. They well, first match they had was uh, Texas Christian down in Texas. Uh, they beat them in three straight sets. Uh, then they had uh, Baylor, uh, who who is a, a solid program. They've been very good over the last decade, and they they ended yes. up losing two to three. Uh, they won the fourth set to force the the fifth set, which is only to fifteen, as you know. Uh, I know Aaron knows. Anyone who listens to us knows this too. But yeah, they, right. they ended up losing in the last set. Uh, so they, they, you know, and this is a team that lost a lot of talent, but brings in a lot of other people here too. Uh, but they lose the last set 15 to 12 after getting a 25-21 fourth set to, uh, to force the, fo- the fifth. So yeah, uh, we're going to talk obviously a lot more about this as we go. Uh, Wisconsin was led uh, Sarah Franklin, had 22 kills. Julia Orzao, uh, our Polish uh Polish player, uh, she did uh, great. Yes. She had tw- she had thirteen kills. Um, Izzy Ashburn had two aces. Uh, we had uh, MJ Hamill coming in for the digs. Uh, also, Sarah Franklin a bunch of digs. She had ten as well. Her and Hamill both tied for ten to lead the team. So we're getting a bunch of new names. Orzao is definitely going to be somebody to look for. Devin Robinson is going to be interesting. Uh, Daniel Hart, Sarah Franklin. Uh, these are going to be the different. Yeah, isn't the Polish kid like six foot four or something like that too? Something. Uh, we'll have to see. Usually, I think Hamill must Sorry, be the no, new. I know you're not, Yeah, not we're just case. trying to get through time on this, but we're we're going to definitely <laughs> de- delve more into this because we love watching Badger volleyball and volleyball in general. So. Um, yep. we're running a little over here, so we're just going to sign off now. Thank you for joining us for another Jeremy Jeffries, by the way, Jeremy Jeffries. There you go. Thank um, you. yes, yes. Thanks here. I'm glad you got that before you. we left. Um, I had to. <laughs> they, uh, please follow this show at Scotty Johnny pod on Twitter. You can follow me at not so humble host. And you can follow Aaron at cheddar talk. And remember whether you're on the town or on the go, it is always on Wisconsin. This has been the Scotty Johnny Podcast. Remember to find the boys on Twitter at ScottyJohnny1 or online at ScottyJohnny.com. Thanks for listening and on Wisconsin.